This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. You are now experiencing the roller coaster known as country music. Sit back, relax, keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle at all times. Fasten your seat belts and be sure to tip your waiters and waitresses. Now, without further ado, your guides, Ryan and Jordan. This is the Country Music Critic. Here we are. We are here. Seems like forever. It's been a while. It has. It's been a while because we had that yeah, last one in the can just waiting to release it. I know. Uh, yeah, so we, we've had a couple of weeks off. Which yeah. It's, yeah. Probably in hindsight it's good because you've had you've had some issues and Yeah. I've had some some stuff going on, so yeah, had a lot of birthday parties going mm-hmm. down. We had one, one. Well, his birthday is not even for two weeks, but we had his party on Saturday. So, every t- I I like following you on Facebook because I feel like I'm uh, helping someone out because you're always needing something. <laughs> yeah, it's always last second. Like I, yeah, it's like hey, a party starts in an hour. Well, is me, there any gas anywhere? Let me tell you. So the helium thing. Well, first of all, there's a helium shortage right now supposedly they say that yeah. about everything yeah which i mean there's a lot they're having a lot of issues getting you know, stuff in because um our yeah. import outport supposedly yeah yeah <laughs> but uh so there's a few places you can get helium um the yeah <clears throat> dollar tree used to do it yeah forever but they don't do it now no um you can usually go to pharmacies and they'll do it. But we went to a pharmacy and they said, yeah, we'll do it. And then they aired up three balloons and said they ran out. Really? Yeah. Now, some of the balloons that they actually aired up for us, because then they, uh, my wife is you know, friends with one of the employees there. And she said, no, we have helium. I'll air them up for you. You know how much they were going to charge us to air those balloons up? Probably what, two dollars a piece? Three dollars a balloon. I'm telling you, dude, the best way to do it is to go to Walmart, pay twenty five dollars. It yeah. fills up like forty balloons. We didn't know that was an option until yeah, people started saying it on Facebook. But she had already paid. She ended up paying two dollars a balloon. Some of the balloons weren't all the way aired up, so that was a little bit of an issue. But uh, but yeah, so it's always something though. And my wife. If there's anybody out there that's affected like this, listen. I've asked her to let me have people over the house, and it's always a big to-do because she's like, the house looks awful. It looks terrible. Honestly, with about 20 minutes of prep time, uh, Southern Living could come in that bitch, and they could take pictures. I'm telling you what. (laughs) When I pass by your house, I mean, I'm like, that's probably a clean house. I mean, from the road. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, but you know what? I'm kind of the same way too. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like I'm the female in the relationship because like I want the house spotless. Mm-hmm. I don't care if I got three kids that live in it. Yeah. It should be able to eat off the floor. That's what she says. Well, I mean, she, she sweeps yeah, five or six times a day and I sweep once. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, it's kind of a good problem. Here, though. Here's the thing though. Like, if you just wait to the end of the day and then do it once... Oh, I believe in that. It's done. Yeah. She, she doesn't believe in that. If oh. she thinks that there's, like, three blades of grass, we've got to clean that up right 2. now. 2.5 seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On a full man too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Oh. Uh, but, yeah, so... But, I mean, all of the people who came to my son's birthday party are family. They're all family. Yeah, man. The majority that... of them have seen her naked before. Well, here's the thing. If anybody comes to your house and has a problem, they don't need to be there. Right. You know? It's like, it shouldn't stress you out to get no, your house not, ready for family. And family. I say that. But I have family that's like that. They come like once a year. Yeah. And it kind of stresses me out. So Man. did they come once a year or did they come more than that? Usually once a year. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, actually I twice. I can kind of see For that, two yeah. kids, you know, once for each one. So our kids, you know, birthdays are exactly six months apart. 
So if you texted her right now and said your mom's coming over in the morning, would she stay up later? Yeah. My mom actually came over today because my son had a, you know, a really bad cough, so I see. he didn't go to daycare today. But, yeah, it, it's that time of year. I almost get it, though. If they're yeah. family that comes over once a year, yeah, yeah. I'd probably stress out, too. Yeah. But, I mean, all these people who were there have seen either her give birth before. Um, they changed her shitty diapers before. Yeah. Um, or they ju- they're a blood relative, like yeah. a close blood relative. But she yeah, she still freaks out. Like everything's got to be spotless, even rooms they don't go in, rooms they don't go <laughs> in that are shut. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's got to be picked but, up. But you know, though, to an extent, I have to agree. I I get it though to an extent. Now, not the rooms that you don't go in. The only thing you're going I, to get is a psychiatrist. You're going to be sitting <laughs> on the couch. and. Uh, but see, to me, it's kind of like this. Like, it's a, I don't know the right word to say. Maybe I want them to see how clean it is because this is uh, kind of uh, an example of my life. Right. You right. know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Clean, I organized, that. and checked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I can get that. <laughs> She's just a little extra. She's trying to you. impress the right. Yeah, the people who yeah already know everything about you. Yeah. <laughs> trying to trying to get one past them. Right. <laughs> Let me trick you real quick. <laughs> oh me. All right. You got any news? Uh, the only little bit of country music news that I even cared about was uh, a scene where at a uh, music festival down in Arizona, Mr. Tim McGraw. Fell off the stage and into the crowd. Did you say where Post Malone did that the other night? Mm-mm. Did he oh, do it on purpose? No, like, he didn't do it on purpose. Like, they really thought he was hurt, and he went off the stage for, like, 15 minutes. He's too, and he's too he stupid came back. to get hurt. <laughs> no, like, it was, a, it, was, it was painful to even watch. Really? Yeah. So what happened with Tim? I mean, all I know is he fell off the stage. That's, uh, that's wow. basically it. That was on uh, CMT's website. Uh, I just yeah, seen a headline. Oh, uh, yeah. Speaking of headlines, have you heard about the whole chess competition? You know, headline. Chess competition. Not that I can recall. I'm playing you that video. Yeah. Oh wow. That looks very painful. He just showed me the post. Yeah, that looks painful. Because yeah, because the way he hit, it was like his gut, his stomach mm-hmm. hit that impact, and when you're not prepared for it, mm-hmm. it's double. The pain of what it would have right. been. Yeah. Anyways. Wow. So, I want you to pay attention to the words that I'm about to say. Okay. So, the uh, World uh, Chess Tournament. All the chess masters. And these folks are chess geniuses. Mm-hmm. Are you any good at chess? I have no idea how it's played. And you I've would almost played. have to pay me to go. I've never played. I've never played. I've never tried to learn. I know some people who do play there, and you can get obsessed with it. It's one of those games. It's like the original video game, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, people get obsessed with video games, but I mean, it's a strategy game. So there's a guy who's number two in the world. He's he's that good. He's number two in the world. And uh, there's a kid, he's 19, who uh, faced him in the championship round. And the kid beat him. Wow. When the kid was 13, he got caught cheating in a tournament. That was when he was yeah, 13, mm-hmm. six years you know, between. He was. It was an online tournament, and somehow he was using a computer at the same time. Of course. I don't know if it was online, but like somehow he was using a computer. I don't know if he was using his you know, cell phone or something. Yeah. But anyway, so the speculation was that he was cheating by using a wireless set of anal beads because the game was being played on a screen and being uh, projected to the crowd. So the speculation was he had somebody in the crowd who was looking at the game and then yeah, <laughs> they were entering it in to the computer and the computer was telling him you know, where to go next. And they were sending like you know, Morse code through this man's anus, <laughs> through anal beads. <laughs> his so eyes. So the vibration. <laughs> yes. He was counting the vibrations. Supposedly, 
But the thing is, there's a he, everybody's everybody's been talking about that. But and it's possible you could do that. I would. I mean, I don't. I don't know. Sounds like a sore loser. But that's a really, really good accusation. Right. Right. Well, it's Elon Musk who made the accusation. Ah, uh, of course. He just he just commented on on Twitter, and somebody has put that inside of their headline, and everybody hasn't clicked on the on the story. They just read the headline where that's uh, what they do. Yeah, <clears throat> man cheats at chess tournament. By using wireless anal beads. Wow. <laughs> but he didn't actually do it. Yeah. Well, if he did, they don't have proof. He said, well, yeah. it's the next tournament I'll play in. If somebody wants to check, they can. <laughs> That's got to be well, so awkward. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I just I thought mean, that was wild. Yeah. That it kind of remind me of the time you, know, you were telling me when you you know, were in high school. I have not told you anything <laughs> about anal beads in high school. Yeah, go ahead and stop you right there. You got to take them out slow, folks. No. You rip them out, yeah. you're bound for disaster. That is crazy. <laughs> See, I couldn't even sit through a chess tournament, long go to one. Now, if what I knew how to beads? play, if I knew how to play chess, there's a strong chance I may. But mm. I've noticed cheaters are the worst thing in the world. Yeah. I mean, I've played Call of Duty for two years, mm-hmm. and any sport. That a man plays for, or a woman, horse riding, whatever, right. uh, a woman and a man, if they play it for over two years and they're not decent enough to come in the top 10, it's because there's so many cheaters over women that gain. I mean, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't like it as much because. I don't think it, you necessarily say that, though. Yeah, well, when you have cheaters, you can. Because <laughs> any other sport. If you played it for two years straight, mm-hmm. you would either be better or you'd just quit. But you can't when you have cheaters with aimbot shooting you before you even get out of the plane. I don't know about all that, well, all I that video it's games. It's a joke. So, but. And it, there should be an adult league and a kid league. <laughs> you know? Because I'm like signing in at 830 with my headset. Mm-hmm. Ready to rock. Got them thumbs. Yeah, man, out. I'm I'm ready to go. Get out of the plane and some eight year old yeah. shoots me three hundred meters away mm-hmm. right in the forehead. Yeah, that's a good shot. It's a clickbait, is what it mm. is. It's it's a joke. Oh, it sounds like somebody's a little sad. It would probably help too if I had a better partner. Yeah. yeah, my partner. We've been playing for two years straight and he gets a little Anxious sometimes. Yeah. Has no ammo, no shields, and (laughs) let's go pick a fight. You know? Yeah. Anyways, he's a good old shit. I guess we should get back to our episode. (laughs) I guess I have no clue what you're talking about. Call of Duty. Yeah. Call of Duty, folks. If you've played it, you know the problem. And you can you can do what Ryan does and do it with anal beads. He knows where yeah. everybody's next moves coming. You from. don't have to worry about that. <laughs> coming That's from for sure. the back. <laughs> That's for sure. Go ahead. All right. So this week, uh, so what was your preconceived notions of this this cat we're talking about today? At first, I thought, well, he's a little rough, and I don't see what people see in him. Yeah. I, I don't see it. Well, at he's all. not a little rough. He's rough. He's out there. He is. Like, if there was an artist that would probably pass away before they really oh, hit the top. Don't put that in the universe. I'm just saying. I mean, if he does half of what the stories are out there on him, yeah. he's a wild cat now. He is. He is. But, I mean, he's honest. But I'm surprised you allowed me to, to do research on him because he is, of all the things he is, one thing he is not is a country music singer. And see... I don't see how people get upset with that because I never seen him as that anyway. And it's not like, you know, he's trying to be one. Right, no. At all. He's doing his own thing. You know? Um, but, I mean, he's got a lot of people saying, you know, everybody gets upset because they think I'm ruining country music. He said, I'm not country music. He likes country music. And he has some country aspects to his to his you know, catalog. But he's not a country music singer. No. And then, you know, they had him open for Wallen time or two. Yeah. But here, here's another thing, too. Well, Wallen, he's not. Anyways, mm-hmm. back to what I was going to say. You know what's really hard for me to understand? He looks like he should be my age, but he's not. 
Yeah. Like he's not much. Well, he's in his late twenties, right? No, he's a, he's uh he's at least thirty. Oh, is he? Yeah. Okay. He just All turning. Right. He may be turning. Actually, he is thirty. He just turned thirty in July. Okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, the spotlighted artist this week is Mr. Roper Madison Cole Wetzel. They say April showers bring May flowers, but it's been dry as hell. A full leaf clover can bring you closer to love than pennies in a well. Well, I've been waiting on a shooting star, but ain't a damn one of them fell. And if it does, I'll be too crossed up to even tell. Cole, he has in his like short period of time that he's been on the on the scene, he's kind of blew up. He's got a huge following on his own thing. He's more rock than anything else. Yeah, and like I'm trying to find it. Go ahead and talk. But I seen the perfect video that was made about him and his mm. music, and and it's kind of like, okay, folks, we got Molly Crew. <laughs> modern day put yeah. together and you got Cole Wetzel. Yeah. Like a modern day rock and roll yeah. superstar. Yeah. And I really think he's gonna be massive. He's got some country aspects to him. He does. And he I mean he said to the uh Whiskey Riff Raff yeah podcast, he told them when he turned yeah you know, thirty he was gonna start working on a country album. So um he said he has been working on one but He's not quite, you know, got there yet. So, if you look at his name in itself, he was born July fourteenth, nineteen ninety-two. The number one in uh, Pittsburgh, Texas. Uh, uh, by the way, that's in East Texas. Um, the number one song when he was born was "Sir Mix a Lot." Yeah, "Baby Got Back." Okay. <laughs> the uh, the song that was number one at the time of his conception is a fitting one. Was Cream by Prince. Really? Yeah. And the country song was Shameless by Garth. Ain't that the truth? I'm shameless. He's he's just, he's one of those dudes that, uh, he reminds me of like somebody you went to high school with. Yeah. Who always pushed the limit, played football, Mm -hmm. and could almost do anything that he really put his mind to. Yeah. But he was just there to have a good time. Yeah. So his... Yeah, mom is where he gets his you know, talent from. She was a touring you know, singer. Oh, really? A country singer in Texas. She just went around the state, basically. She uh, she sang with all kinds of, you know, big Texas scene artists. Yeah. Um, her father worked, his father worked in uh, construction. So it was kind of, you know, you know <clears throat> man's man, I guess is what you could say. Okay. So Cole actually gets his name, Coe, from the legend, Mr. David Allen Coe. His mom changed it from a C to a K, and that's why he gets the spelling that he has. I can tell you what, I like his mom's taste of music. Yeah, yeah. You know? I mean, you you got to think about it. She had, uh, she had to have her finger on the pulse of real country music there in the heart of Texas. And she's a huge David Allen Cole fan. That's that's gotta right. tell you something. Enough to the point where she named her son, her her oldest child, she named after you know, David Allen Cole. Well, I tell you this, uh, my daughter Presley, I named mm-hmm. her. I wanted to name her after music mm-hmm. because I hope that one of my kids at least follow music. And then Jace, he comes so close to being called Waylon, and that that's what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Of course, I didn't get it. But that's what I wanted. 
So, with that being said, did your love of music inspire your children's names at all? No. No. Uh, my oldest son, Isaac, he, he was named after my great-grandfather who fought in the Civil War. Yeah. Um, well, that's my middle son, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. So, yeah. What about the other one? Uh, my wife picked his name. Okay. I think she just thought it was pretty. It's like Jace. His middle name, Taylor, is the same thing, you know, through the family mm-hmm. uh, tree thing, you know, yeah. ancestry. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. So, just like you were talking about, Cole, you know, looks like the guy you went to school with to play football. Yeah, he's a big dude. He's yeah, a big he dude. Is. He's like he's somebody I don't want to get in a fight with. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, he, he's he's a big dude. He's, he'd be cool to have in a fight. Yeah, 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 for sure. He, no. you want him on your side because not only is he wild as hell, he's also a big dude. He's like six two, I think six yeah. three. He played linebacker in college. He went to a Tarleton State University, which is in Stephenville, Texas. Actually, to tie it to the University of Kentucky because. That's that's yeah, my rooting interest lie there in Lexington. Uh their old Kentucky you know, basketball coach for two years, um, the one they chased out of town because he was a drunk. Uh Billy Gillespie is now he's all sobered up. He's the coach of the basketball team at Tarleton State. Oh. And the backup uh, quarterback on last year's team is now the starting quarterback at Tarleton State this year. So there's a little bit of UK ties there, but yeah, yeah, and uh, just while we're on the subject, do you know what the University of Kentucky football team is ranked in the country right now? I would be the last person in the world to know. Number eight, really? That's the highest. I'm they've assuming been. that's pretty good. It's the highest they've been in a long time. There are eight out of how many numbers? Three hundred and oh, some, yeah, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> so yeah, uh. So here we go. Um, he started performing on stage at the age of six, usually with his mother. Um, he quit football when he was in college to pursue music. He found a couple folks that, you know, had this uh, <clears throat> similar inspirations, and they formed a band. And uh, wasn't long after his first year, his uh, first semester of uh, playing football he quit and decided it was time you know, time to focus all of his work all his efforts into this wild dream that everybody calls music i know <laughs> it really is a luck of the draw i mean a lot of it has to do with good you know being good you have talent and a fan base yeah those two things I mean, because there is a zillion accounts on TikTok right now. There's a zillion talented accounts on TikTok. And, but just as many talented is just as many posers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for with, sure. With the fake voice sound and stuff. And, That's the know. thing. These days, you got to have a lot of different aspects you know, covered. Because you know, well, yeah. talent's just not going to cover it. No. If you have talent, no. there's a lot of folks got talent. Yeah. you got to have... The you gotta fan have the drive. Base, you gotta have the fan brace. The look, which means you have to have a uh, the drive, a personality. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have to connect with a crowd, and that's the trick. If you connect with you know, people who you know buy the music, then you're in good shape. But if not, you can have all the talent in the world, and you're just gonna waste away because that's the world we live in these days. And I know I'm a little too early at saying this, but there's going to be a song that you're going to hear, and I'm going to forget this part of it. So when you said connect, that's kind of what brought me on to his music was yeah. one song, right? And I mean that one song. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would go, song. I would pay to go see him now yeah, over that one song. But yeah. anyways, back so to you. all right, if you want to, you can go ahead and uh, cue this one up. This is a song called Still All I See Is You. It was off his 2015 EP of, uh, actually, album. 
out on parole. What a hell of a title. Mm-hmm. It didn't sound like you to me. Leaving your home. Everything that you know. Just packing your things and leaving. I had to see it for myself. He can clean a song up pretty good. Yeah, and this was independently released. He released this on his own dime. Um, This is technically his uh, first album he put out, uh, out on parole. I wasn't sure if I said it real clear uh, beforehand, but that was that his band's name, The Convicts. Yeah, it was at that time. I'm not sure if they're still called that or not. I think it's just it's called Cole Wetzel, and he's just got the band with him. I'm not sure what they call themselves, but. so that was released on January the 10th of 2015. Um, on June the 12th of 2015, he released Love and Lies. It was an EP. Um, couldn't really tell you much about the songs on there. Um, but he is a rare person that you can kind of tie into country music. Because if you listen to that song, you hear country aspects of it. Oh, yeah. That actually is more like a country song than any of the rest of his stuff. For sure. Yeah, it's a lot slower. It's a lot softer. It's got a lot of the same instruments that you hear, usually with country. But he's influenced by, you know, <clears throat> by country, and by hip hop and rap and grunge. Yeah, I can see it all. You can hear the grunge, especially coming out in the next couple albums. Um, do you know the story on this uh, next song? We're gonna we're gonna queue up. February twenty eighth, two thousand sixteen. No. Um, okay, so I'm going to run th- This was the album he released on August the 17th of 2016. It's called Noise Complaint. Um, it was considered his breakout album. So <clears throat> he was also not signed at the time of this album. Um, actually, I can't say that. He signed with Red 11 Music, and the album didn't chart. But this song, February 28th, 2016, he wrote in a jail cell. Really? He got arrested. On that day, I say. February 28th, 2016. (laughs) I'll let you play a little bit of it. Okay. You know what's so funny? That is exactly 30 days from the first time I was arrested. (laughs) Exactly. And this song right here has 14 million views. You can hear the grunge in it already. Throw that bottle of whiskey on the seat. Light a cigarette so he don't smell the weed. If he asks me to blow, I'ma tell his punk ass to take me to jail. I've been here time and time before From Rocky Mountain Midway with every whore And a 25 mile circumference of this damned old town Singing la 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 Let's pull over I can't hold it Will you turn the music up? And let's play Pretty
He got arrested on their way. In the song, he said, who's sober enough to take me to Taco Bell? Okay. This song really took off because, I mean, it was just kind of... People can relate to it, maybe? Yeah, you can relate to it because everybody's been out with their friends at some point when they were young and, you know, something happens, you, you, you... you're not acting like you're supposed to be acting. You get a little wild. Never. You have a little too much to drink. And, but yeah, we, I mean, we all get put in those little situations, but. I've got a really stupid story <laughs> about okay. that. If we're in a good spot. Yeah. Okay. So, I was fresh driving, like 17-ish. And I had a friend who thought it'd be really funny if I took the women's sign off of the uh, Burger King bathroom. Mm-hmm. So I did. You know, no big deal. Ripped it off. Put it in my truck. Because I was collecting signs, you know, mm-hmm. from everywhere. <laughs> and uh, so it's in my truck. And we go on about our night. And my dumb ass at 17 leaves my vehicle there. And needless to say, when I come back, the police were there. And I was like, well, I'm going to deny this. Mm-hmm. He walked up and he's like, did you take the sign? I said, yeah, it's in the truck. He's like, put it on there. Quit doing stupid shit. <laughs> I'm like, yes, sir. You yeah. got lucky. I'm very lucky. You got lucky because you're dumb. Yeah, but nowadays, <laughs> they they wouldn't take that shit funny. Nowadays. Well, there wouldn't be a woman's sign on the bathroom these no, days. No, there wouldn't. There <laughs> would be. Because they share everything. A restroom. <laughs> <laughs> this is for everybody. Yeah, yeah. You you got that. So, see, I was trying to take a piece <laughs> of history. You were just progressive. I was trying to take history. You're just progressive. Yeah. Trying you, to make everybody happy. You've seen it all coming. You're That's just all trying I was to help doing. Them. Just trying yeah. to help them. All right. <laughs> so, you just got to twist it. You got to twist right? it to a fit. Uh, so let's see here. In on June the twenty first, twenty nineteen, he released an album called Harold Saul High. Um, had mixed reviews when it came out. That kind of looks like an eighties album cover. Yeah, yeah. Sales were really high though, so it kind of yeah it got up to the U.S. country chart at number ten and the U.S. Billboard chart two hundred at number twenty. Um, So, it did pretty good considering, I mean, at this time, he was on a very small label. So, if you want to go ahead and uh, play the, the song reminds me of Us. Of what? Us. Us? You'll understand in a minute, yeah. I see. I got high and watched the Powerball today. (laughs) Yeah, that's about right. I really like this song because it takes me back. It's got a Radiohead feel to it. It does. I hear that too. Just the guitars in the background, just yeah. nailing on those two same chords. It, all of it, like it, every every part, even his his voice almost. I mean, he's got a country you know, twang to his voice, but yeah, that's a lot of grunge in there. You hear him building up right mm-hmm. here. That'd be a good driving song. Yeah. You know? It's a good sing-along song. Pretty good song. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, I do too. I hadn't heard that one. I grew up you know, listening to grunge. That's what that's what I cut my musical teeth on, I guess you could say. But 
for the most part. Um, I listen to a lot of stuff, but it, yeah, I don't know. I love, I have a soft, I have a place in my heart for grunge. I always will. I say. I, I was very disappointed I missed out on Pearl Jam. They played in uh, Louisville on uh, Saturday night. Man, I wanted Did to they? go. Yeah. Wow. i tell you somebody outside of country music that I would love to see would be Guns N' Roses, but not now. Right. I would yeah. like to see them in the 80s. <laughs> You know, tub time machine. Yeah, like just jump in one, <laughs> go back just for an 80s yeah. concert. That would be fun. Yeah, it would. I would like to see, uh, if I could, a lot of people say they want to go back to Woodstock, and it would be cool to go back to Woodstock nine, er, yeah, 69, but it was really shitty weather. It rained. And I know, yeah, from were, the photos. They were the... kind of miserable for some of it. But I'd love to see Jimi Hendrix play. I would love to see. Well, Janis the good thing Joplin. is, you could take rain gear and yeah. be prepared. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you could sell it. <laughs> right, sell like it a whole truckload. Like, like start a, a, a savings account, and then by the time you're yeah. born, bam, loaded. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so the next album was released during the pandemic. Um. It was November the 20th of 2020. It was an album called Sellout. And it's called Sellout is because he signed with Columbia Records. and uh, But it's not the same Columbia in Nashville. It's just the regular Columbia. Yeah. Um, But he had all his you know, fans were like, oh, you sold out. You've changed. You're different. But he said the only reason he signed the deal was because they promised him that if he changed his style and his sound and not, you know, any of that, he was going to be dropped because they weren't they weren't interested in, in changing him because yeah. the way he was doing it was you know, selling plenty of albums. They just wanted to add a little bit more and get a little bit of money on them tours because as important as it, you know. Mm, it's important for you to have your own fan base you know, yeah. without a label. But if you have a label, that can benefit you in so many ways. Oh, yeah. They they pay for the touring. They pay for the merch. They pay for you to you know record your album. They pay for studio time. They pay for all of it. And they get a cut, a big cut. Right. But in a whole lot of situations, it actually benefits... Yeah, just the label. Oh, yeah. But if you can be careful with when you sign, it can benefit everybody. Right. And I think that's what you know, he feels like he's done because they've allowed him to maintain his style and everything. His, I mean, everything he has always done with his music, he has the freedom to do now. Right. So, but everybody was criticizing when he signed with them. They was like, oh, you're a sellout. You're a sellout. You're just, uh, you know, doing it for the money. And he said from the beginning, he's not doing it for the money. He's doing it for the chicks. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's what he said. And that from sounds the, about right. <laughs> from the get-go, he's like, I'm just doing it to get chicks. And a lot of artists capitalize on that slogan, sellout. Yeah. Look at him, him uh, Machine Gun Kelly. I yeah. mean, he had a whole tour named it. Yeah. You know, I mean, so it's a, it's a big deal. I'll say something about Machine Gun Kelly. I want so bad to not like him. It's kind of hard not to. I watched the documentary. I didn't see the documentary, but he's a he. He's good at rock and roll. Oh yeah, he's yeah. a lot better at rock and roll than he was at rap. Like I haven't heard none of the rap, but the rock I've heard. Yeah, and I mean, after getting to know him by watching it, right. because at first I'm like, man, this is just some douchebag, mm -hmm. but he wasn't. You that know? pulled Megan Fox. I know. So, I mean, I don't get that. I had an old college roommate who was a male model. He did a uh, Armani Code Cologne uh, commercial. Yeah, I did too. Mm -hmm. He was naked in the commercial with Megan Fox in his swimming pool. They were both naked in the commercial. It ran on TV. I saw it 100,000 times. Yeah. but And it's on YouTube somewhere. You have to pull it up and watch it. Uh, Christopher Foles. F-O-L-Z is his name, if you want to look it up out there. Here's the thing, though. Do you think that a lot of famous people, like, do you think that he got Megan Fox 
because like mentally he's like oh she's hot and i want to be with her or like i i don't know it's just kind of weird when two famous people get together i mean you would think that the you know that happens a lot really yeah maybe it's because they understand the fame that comes with it it. oh yeah there's a lot of it like that i had a had a funny story to follow up with my roommate oh go ahead i didn't hear (laughs) it stepped all over it go ahead he told me i was on the phone with him after he recorded it it'd been released for like a month or so i seen it for the first time he hadn't told me anything about it i hadn't talked to him in a couple years is it on youtube yeah so i called him i was like i was like why didn't you tell me you're in a commercial with megan fox he's like man i know he said what i would do to have 20 minutes alone with her i said well, you'd have 19 minutes and 45 seconds to apologize. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> Lord. So, but I thought, I thought that was funny. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but I get it. I, I was always a little jealous of him because he used to go to South Africa every couple months. Well, I don't even know him and I'm right. jealous of him. <laughs> He's from Evansville, Indiana. He now lives in L.A. Yeah. He's still modeling. Is he famous, though? No, he's, I mean, he's still modeling. Though. I mean, you think he makes enough to pay the bills modeling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. that's all he does? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He don't do wow. anything else. Okay. I think he does a little photography you know, things on his own just because he enjoys it. But yeah. he probably makes money off that, too. He's pretty good at it. But all he right. had talent. But a lot of, yeah, the majority of it was just his looks. Um, <laughs> but Isn't that the way the world goes around? It is. It is. A lot of, a lot Unfortunately. of there's, a, there's a lot of uh, music artists that... Don't have a lot of talent, but they got all the looks. You got and that And that's right. how they make it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a big part of it. To name one. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> so, uh, this song is off the sellout album. I really like this song. It's called Drunk Driving. I had heard that on TikTok. Yeah, just the—that's probably the the longest I've listened to it because TikTok's just got like thirty seconds and stuff. Yeah, Yeah. he's got another song on that album called uh, "Drug Problem." I haven't heard that one. It's very similar to the you know rhythm of that, but it's uh, it's really good. Yeah, it is really good. It had eight million views. Yeah. Which is pretty impressive. Yeah, he's. I don't care who you are. He's got a big following, man. Yeah, he really does. So that brings us now to his latest album, which is my favorite. Yeah, I mean, he just released it last week. Well, um, well, actually, when about two weeks. Ago. Was it two weeks ago? Yeah. Well, Not to be particular. It was before I even did. It was after I did this this uh research like i was following the view count and when it started like when i seen it it was at like two hundred thousand views and it's setting it right now at like 1.2 million which is crazy in that amount of time that is a lot i would say 500 of those are mine (laughs) you know yeah yeah so this album was called hell paso is called hell paso and um, 
I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I listen to a whole lot of songs on here. Let's see. Uh, I like Money Spent. Here's something I've not even mentioned. I've not mentioned the fact that on almost every one, I think on every one of his albums, he does the skits. Do you remember the skits? Yeah. Like Eminem used to do skits a yeah. lot. Dr. Dre did them. I love those. They were so funny. They were just meant yeah. to just kind of be silly. and yeah. just kind of you know, you know, Something for the listener out there, like, you know, tie yourself to this. Yeah. Because it's just funny. And he does them, and I love it. You don't, you never hear that in country. Yeah. Ever. He has them on every one of his albums. But, I mean, the songs on this album, man, he's got three, four. Well, before we go to the big one. Yeah. Let's listen to Money Spent. Is okay. that cool with you? Yeah, that's fine. All right, here we go. All the money spent on you Can't take me there Way back where you left me Loaded on my way to you Just take me I mean, just from watching the video, I mean, he's a wild dude. Yeah. Well, I, he, I, I like it because he's not, like, he's not like, chiseled up, like, no. a lot of and, these and try he, to be now. And he's completely comfortable <laughs> with taking his shirt off all the time. Yeah. Even though he's not, like you said, chiseled up. Right. I mean, I, he's not a small dude, but. No. I mean, he he's husky. He's like, he he's husky, but, like, he, he don't give a shit. You if he was a fish, I mean? you wouldn't put him back. You wouldn't throw him back. You'd put him on your wall. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And and here's... It's not like Jelly Roll or nothing, but... No, no. No, even though him and Jelly Roll, they're pretty tight. Yeah. Really I could cool. see that, because, I mean, yeah. they got kind of similar Well, vibes. like, if you follow him on TikTok, it is unreal, the videos. Like, there was one video where Jelly Roll was uh, walking around, Cole's on his back riding piggyback, and they were playing <laughs> George Strait's Troubadour. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, just goofy shit, Man. you know. And he got on the radio, and he's like, "If y'all don't come take a shot with me right now, everybody's fired." Like, and they were doing the production, <laughs> yeah. you know. I mean, but that's just that's what you get, yeah. you know. He's wild. So I would say the biggest thing with him that I've noticed is he is a little wild, but mm. he's honest. Mm -hmm. oh, I don't yeah. think he's gonna bullshit you. No, you know. He might not tell you what you want to hear. No. But it's I mean, going to be the truth. Yeah. That's what All I right. like about him. This song has absolutely blown up. I, I knew it would. Yeah. Well. I mean, it's, yeah. a, it's a true rock and roll song. It is. It is. I'm ready. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Go ahead. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Creeps.
kind of reminds you of a Weezer song. Yes. And like, have you ever seen anybody who could rock a minivan like that? <laughs> That's got the, the old fake wood grain on the side. I mean, the thing is, though, he could probably pick up girls in that. Oh, I guarantee he could. <laughs> because it's not always about what you drive. No, it's a confidence that you got driving it. And he's got every bit of confidence that a man would ever need. Yeah, he's need. not lacking any of that. So, this little clip that I'm going to play for you guys is a review over this song. And let me know if you agree with it. Have you ever felt like you were stuck in the middle of that place where you didn't know what music genre you want to lean into? Everybody know who Cole Wilson is. Cole Wilson is the new Motley Crue. He's the new Metallica. He's the new country, red dirt music, rock star. Whatever you want to brand his music, that's what he is. But Cole got a song called Creep. I'm talking about being your hand, wine in your hand. I'm talking about poke beer in my hand and drink it from my hand type of music. I'm talking about before the club closed down and that band got to play that one song that everybody knows that somebody going to break up to, somebody going to tug his to, pool sticks going to be broken, and people going to be threatened to. This is the anthem. This might be the song. Take him into 2030. song is called Creep. Beginning, in the middle, in the end, is hypnotic. Not like the looker. Remember I said this. When this happens, I want my credit. I want my flowers. I want y'all to say Josh Brady speaking the truth. With That's it. I mean, I, <laughs> I agree. Yeah. You know, I mean, that song, it hooked me. Yeah. And it's got a really cool video. It does. He's uh, kind of leaned into the whole zombie vibe lately. Like with yeah. all this. All his uh, songs off his new album, all the videos that he's recorded so far, all have a have a zombie tie into it. It's really yeah. cool. Well, you got anything else, honey? Uh, no, actually, I don't think I do. So, are we ready to rate him? I think we are. What's your opinion of him? Here's here's my thoughts. I probably wouldn't trust him with my girlfriend. But that's the same you always way use that analogy. All <laughs> yeah. the time. That's how I judge a book. <laughs> uh, and let's see here. He he he's he's on my bucket list to see. Like I'd like to go see him. You know. Yeah. Uh, he's honest. He's cool. I mean, I I I really think he's gonna have a pretty decent future. I don't think he's ever gonna have to get a day job. Yeah. Even no. at this point. No, so. he's not. He's gonna be able to. It's going to be hard to see what his future's like because he could easily be like, and I'm not going to, I don't know, like I could see him being old and still partying this hard. Yeah. You you know? So I'm going to. For sure. I could too. I'm going to put him at 3.75 out of 5. 3.75. And that's just because I'm I'm new to this. Right. I've been a fan for maybe a month right but i love his stuff yeah i'm 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 just gonna go i'll go a 2.5 just because he's he's gonna release a lot more yeah and this is just you know really scratching the surface uh i like all the stuff that he did it kind of reminds me of the you know, grunge and a little bit of i mean he's got some country in there too well you're either gonna love him or hate him yeah yeah, That's but I mean, honestly, he's got something for everybody. I think, except your kids, you're not going to want to take no, your no, no, kids no, no, to a no, show. No, you're not going. But besides that. that, I yeah. mean, he's there. But mm-hmm. once again, he didn't say that it's a PG-13 show either. Yeah. No, nowhere. He's doing so. what he wants to do, and that, that I mean, you can't fault the man for that. Not at all. Have you noticed how there are a lot of up and coming artists coming out of Texas? Yes. A lot, mm-hmm. which I mean, there's it's, it's about a, to be a new thing. It's always been a scene, you know. You've always had a scene there, you know. Randy Rogers and all the old folks, you know, George Strait, yeah, all that huge group that came up, you know, way back when. They kind of died off, and then now all of a sudden, you have a lot of them coming back. Yeah, yeah. Turnpike, yeah. Troubadours, doing it big. Cole Wetzel, Parker McCollum. Yeah, it's a big you, deal. You could go on and on, but. Yeah, Cody Jinks, yeah, Cody Johnson. Yeah. It could go on forever, really. Yeah. But they're really taking off, just like the folks in Kentucky. Oh, yeah. 
Kentucky and Texas are the biggest music scene. Right and now. it used to be Georgia yeah. for country music. I mean, Tennessee, too. Yeah. But yeah. you ain't heard. I mean, you get some people out of Tennessee, like Gently Rolls from Tennessee. Yeah. And, uh, you know, up churches from Tennessee. Yeah, but I'm just saying. I haven't told you. What? I'm going to I'm going to see a Kentucky artist sing. Who? Chris Stapleton, Dwight Yoakam. Oh, did you and get Tyler those tickets? Did you? How much yeah. were they? Uh, for two tickets, it was a little over four hundred dollars. Yeah, That's finally. Not bad. Yeah, close yeah, to the I stage. wonder why Sturgill is not jumped on the ticket yet. I don't know. I mean, because they're they're not making any away. money off of it. Well, I know, but still, Sturgill seems like the type that would show up. You know what? Honestly, I feel like he's going to. I feel like he he could he could very easily show up because when all of the flooding happened, I don't think Dwight Yoakam was over there. No, he didn't. Was I? I mean, he probably lives in L.A. at this point because oh, he yeah. acts he acts more than he yeah. does anything else. But I mean, Chris Stapleton had you know him and his entire band was over there helping you know, with the flood relief. Yeah, you know, Tyler Childers and his band, yeah, you know, Sturgill and his band were all over there. Yeah. I could see Sturgill showing up. Oh, yeah. man. Wouldn't so, that be cool? It would be so awesome. Wow. So, like, how close are you? Uh, it's I'm not on the floor, but I'm, like, on the third row on the side. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. How did you get them? Uh, I got the pre-sale you know, tickets. I found somebody who had a city car. Well, I'll tell you what. Because <laughs> I don't have one. but That stuff is a joke to an extent. Because I got the pre-sale tickets for Luke Combs at Titan Stadium mm. three days before they went on sale for the public. Got in line at 10 o'clock on the internet. Got to pick the seats at 10.20. There was nothing. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff sold out. Uh, yeah, it but... It sells quick. So, and you, know, there, you know what there was? A lot of resale tickets. Oh, I guarantee it. For three, four hundred dollars a seat in the yeah. clouds. Scalpers. I mean, it's a joke, It's man. a scalpers yeah, paradise. Yeah. The concerts are not what they used to be in the 90s, just like the music's not what it used to be in the 90s. Did you know one of the richest men in the state of Kentucky? Um, he just wrote a book, actually. I can't think of what the book's called. I can't remember the man's name. But uh, he's one of the richest men in the state of Kentucky, and he, he got his wealth... By being a scalper. That sounds about he right. He started off with basketball, you know, games at Kentucky. And then, yeah. you know, concerts when they come into Rupp, when they come into, you know, Kroger Field now. Yeah, he was scalping them. And he was making a killing. Now he has a team that he sends everywhere. He sends them to the Oscars. He sends them to the Grammy. He sends them to the Super Bowl. Just to buy tickets to turn around and sell them to you. Yeah. and make It's a, a joke. Huge return he, on he, it. He should be fine. Because that's that's what hurts, though. Like you, you know, um, sometimes you don't really the the true fan doesn't get a shot unless they got the money. Yeah, you know well, what I mean. I mean, the way I look at it is, it does suck because it's kind of taking advantage of a system. But the fact is, all they got to do is change the laws. Like, yeah, you know, some states you're not allowed to scalp tickets; it's illegal. You can go yeah. to jail. But in Kentucky, it's not illegal. Yeah. So I mean, he just he just capitalized on it and he made something out of himself. I, mean, I can't fault him. He's a hustler. I think it's called Kentucky Hustler. Is what it's called. The book. Uh, but yeah, it's pretty impressive what he was able to do. But well, anyways, so that's yeah. been our episode on Cole. Yeah, let us know what you think of Cole on yeah. our Facebook page. Remember to always like, follow, share, rate, review. Tell your friends, neighbors, everybody. You know, let us know who you want us to cover next. We got a list of some, you know, some folks we're, you know, working on. But if there's somebody out there that has an artist in mind that you want to hear a little bit more on, let us know. All right. Yeah. Y'all have a good week. May God bless you. And I still.
This here podcast was prepared and accomplished by the Country Music Critic. The views and opinions expressed on the Country Music Critic are not necessarily those of the guests, sponsors, or anyone associated with the production of this here podcast. The Country Music Critic releases itself from all misrepresentation. Any information shared on this podcast was researched and obtained using the World Wide Web, a.k.a. the interweb. Comments made on the Country Music Critic are meant to be informative, comical, or just plain silly, and not meant to defame, asperse, calumniate, slander, traduce, vilify, or be maligned in any way. Why do you boys consistently make me say all of them tough words? Don't like it. Thanks for joining us on the Country Music Critic, and we'll catch you all next time.